next on PIJN News. Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Over 12,000 current or former members of the military are signing a petition to hold generals and admirals accountable for their woke views. Dr. Chris Claggett is a former Navy doctor who will explain the document. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview via Skype with a former Navy doctor, a professional medical uh, MD who has been involved at the highest levels of Navy medicine for 34 years. Welcome to the program, Dr. Chris Claggett, to explain this new petition at militaryaccountability.com. How are you today, Doc? Thank you, Chaplain, I'm well. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's an honor uh, to be on your show and uh, to be able to speak to your audience today. Well, thank you. Um, you're, you're causing some, some waves, honestly. Uh, there's a saying in the Navy, I was a Navy chaplain, don't rock the boat. But, but I got in trouble for rocking the boat for the right to pray in Jesus' name. You are causing trouble as a retired Navy physician for rocking the boat on another topic. Explain the petition. So, Chaplain, I and 230 other current and former military members, we exhausted uh, our internal options to uh, seek redress and uh, correction of uh, illegal policies uh, within the Department of Defense. Uh, these efforts uh, spanned two years and uh, were, were met with uh, silence, uh, deaf ears, uh, and in the case of many, reprisal. And we feel that we have exhausted uh, internal means available to us to to seek correction of these policies without you know, airing uh, dirty laundry um, from the Department of Defense. This is no longer possible. We, we have decided that now we are forced to go directly to the American people with our concerns. Uh, and so this letter, is that statement where we have uh, pledged to seek accountability from military leaders and we're asking for support for from the American people because the 231 of us by ourselves can accomplish nothing. So we are, we are bringing this issue to the American people. The uh, letter was sent by email to the uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff purely as a courtesy copy to let them know that we intend to come after them. Okay, so let me, and we intend to use let me, let me set this up a little bit. Um, there has been a, an abuse of our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, Coast Guardsmen, Guardians, by the Biden administration and their enforcement from the Pentagon through the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, who enforced vaccine mandates against the religious views of many of the troops. 8,000 were kicked out of the army. Uh, that led us to create a petition drive, which was heard by Congress. Congress recently rescinded 
all of the vaccine mandates. And, and now Secretary of Defense is inviting these fired soldiers to come back into the service. They're saying, oh, we're sorry, now that there's no mandate because Congress made us repent, uh, now we want you to come back to work. Uh, do, do you have a, should they come back to work? What should they do? Personally, I don't think they should come back to work uh, until until accountability uh, is obtained. And and the 8,000, the number is wrong in, in two ways. There are only about 2,000 that were involuntarily discharged. The remainder, and the 8,000 is low because the uh, Department of Defense did not count them all. Uh, they were, they were uh, our signers. Uh, she was offered the option of voluntarily leaving military service or being discharged with a uh, dishonorable characterization of service. And so what choice did she have? Wow. She she left and she was given a general discharge, meaning that GI, GI benefits, bill benefits go. No, and she gets none of that. Uh, her characterization is other than honorable. So she's going to have uh, difficulty uh, seeking employment for the rest of her life unless this can be administratively corrected. Yeah. And and there are thousands. It, it, it's impossible to know how many uh, military members are in this boat, but 8,000 would be an extreme low ball. Well, those are just active duty members from, from one branch, the Army. We don't have the full numbers, but there were lawsuits uh, from tens of thousands in the reserves all over America. There were lawsuits in every branch, including the Coast Guard, the Air Force Academy, the, the Navy SEALs. We reported all this over the past several years. This was a systemic violation of their, I'm gonna say religious freedom from Joe Biden himself who ordered this done. But what about the admirals and generals? Shouldn't one of them have stood up and said, no, I'm not gonna do this. It's unconstitutional and unethical to abuse my troops. I'm gonna resign rather than obey Joe Biden's orders for abusing the troops. Who did that? No one, and you're exactly right. To all military members have a duty, as you know, to obey all lawful orders, but to reject, to refuse to obey all unlawful orders. We have a tradition of civilian uh, leadership over the military in the United States. And so a, a, a military commander or leader, Admiral General, who finds the orders of the service secretary or of the president to be unlawful, has a duty to resign in protest rather than, uh, rather than simply follow that order or to resist with say mutiny. We don't, we don't mutiny in the United States. Uh, so our purpose is not sedition or insurrection. As we have already been accused, we seek to use all morally permissible and lawfully available means under the constitution, federal law and state law to hold military leaders accountable for their denial of constitutional rights, religious conscience, uh, the right to refuse to consent to medical experimentation, non-reprisal for reporting actual wrongdoing, uh, due process, and impartial treatment under laws and regulations. These, are, these have all been committed against military members. 
Okay, we need to take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Chris Claggett will explain emergency use authorization and the law surrounding that. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. We're here in Israel in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross, the garden tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee, where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room? And what we've produced is a four DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short 12-minute segments so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. For a suggested donation of just $50, we'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're gonna love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today. Are you frustrated by recent events in American politics? Do you wish you had the power to make a difference? Well, now you do. When you buy our book, How to Liberate the World, a step-by-step -step guide to take back your country, I will teach you the political power tools the left has been using, and you can use them for good. For example, how to write a press release and get your story in the newspapers. How to organize a petition drive or a rally and get a thousand people. How to do fundraising for your organization or cause. That chapter alone is worth the price of the book. And finally, how to run for public office and win your own seat in the legislature. I've done all these things. And in fact, we've changed bad policies in 13 states. We've helped do that, which is why we're throwing in this DVD the Effective Christian Activist Set. Normally, the two together would be $45. We're gonna give it to you for $30 suggested donation when you call us today at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-Obey-God, or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word DONATE to 720-573-0305. You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Dr. Chris Claggett, a former Navy Surgeon, I'm going to say, uh, uh, sir, what, what was your experience? 34 years in medicine, but what are some of the posts you served in? So my my relevant uh, experience to this issue is my uh, work in public health. My specialty in medicine is general preventive medicine and public health. I served six years as the director of preventive medicine for Navy and Marine Corps Public Health Center. And I spent six more years divided between two of the Navy's regional preventive medicine units, where I, I was usually the senior uh, preventive medicine officer present. And so, uh, those are my those are my my most pertinent uh, experiences. And I spent uh, the last nine years of my career at the rank of captain, uh, and. Uh, Six, the six years where I was director of preventive medicine were uh, uh, all at the Navy and Marine Corps Public Health Center, which was the 
Navy's public health hub, the equivalent of their Centers for Disease Control. Okay, so when you were active duty, uh, when did you retire, and, and now you're permanently retired, you can say whatever you want, but were you active during the COVID policy download, and, and what was your response? No, I, I, fortunately, I hit my statutory expiration date in December of 2019, so they had told me a year prior that I was gonna be retiring whether I wanted to or not, but frankly, I was ready. And it actually turned out it was very fortunate for me because they would not have liked my advice. Uh, I would have gone the way of Sweden, locked down places like nursing homes and other you know, residential care facilities where you've got medically fragile uh, uh, people. And then I would have sent everyone else out to take their licks with the virus, just like the Swedes. And I believe also the South Koreans did. Were you, would you have resigned in protest like you're asking others to do? And would you be, be, have become a whistleblower in the, if you were active duty? You know, we can never tell how we would perform in the hour of testing until we get there. I would like to say that I would have. Uh, I'd been retirement eligible for many years at that point, so it would have, the odds would have been in my favor to be able to stand on my principles and, and do as you said. I like, I hope that I would have, uh, we'll never know. Okay, there are court cases dating back to the early 1970s that, that affirm existing US law that you cannot use soldiers as guinea pigs for strange medicine. You, you can't do that. It's a violation of their humanity and their human rights. Re forget about religion or the efficacy of the testing that's being done. If they wanna say no, they have a right to refuse. But the and Biden administration got around that by declaring some kind of emergency use authorization. What is that and why was it actually counterfeit? The emergency use authorization, it was, was a, a legal mechanism created when there is no uh, alternative to the experimental drug in question. Uh, in a prior instance that was very notorious, um, the anthrax vaccine immunization program, there, there were some irregularities associated with that. Uh, court decisions, FDA, a little bit of shenanigans. But the reality was, the medical reality, was that we had no real option for uh, in, uh, anthrax uh, acquired by inhalation. Uh, we have a good antibiotic for anthrax, ciprofloxacin, works well. But the problem is if someone gets inhalation anthrax, and you treat the uh, individual, the patient with ciprofloxacin, you really never don't, you're never sure that you've given them enough treatment because we acquire anthrax in a, in a form called a spore. You know, mushrooms uh, propagate themselves by spores, so do ferns uh, and a couple of uh, bacteria, anthrax being one. So if somebody inhales a bunch of anthrax, these, these spores go into the lung, where they germinate and they become active bacteria. You, and you treat the patient for a while with suppressive ciprofloxacin. You're never really sure that you've treated them long enough. You stop treatment maybe after a couple months or three months. And if they've still got spores hiding out down in the lung, maybe those spores will wait and uh, germinate later. And now you've got pulmonary anthrax. 
with a 90% mortality. A, a thousand casualties uh, who are not immunized uh, may have to be treated long enough they could make a significant dent in the North American supply of ciprofloxacin. Okay, so back in, so, back in 2002, the military mandated anthrax vaccines for all the military, including myself on a Navy ship. I did not object to that. I didn't have a moral objection. Um, and so it was administered, but how does that, now fast forward to 2020, what did they do with the COVID vaccine? See, so the, the requirement, as I said, the requirement for an EUA is that there be no medical alternative. This, this precondition was artificially created. So in, you may recall in February, March of 2020, President Trump got on the national television and said, yeah, we got this uh, you know, flu virus coming out of China, but not to worry, uh, it's, it's, we have, a, we have an, a, an effective treatment against it. It's called hydroxychloroquine. And uh, instantly hydroxychloroquine became Drano, fishbowl cleaner. Uh, there was a there was a, a f kind of a famous murder where a woman murdered her husband by getting him to swallow chloroquine phosphate, which is the fishbowl cleaner. But that's a completely different molecule physiologically than hydroxychloroquine or HCQ because hydroxychloroquine is a mouthful. So the media uh, made fun of Trump when actually there was a valid treatment available, which negates the legal mandate for an emergency use authorization. You're saying that when Biden became president, he used the emergency use authorization to force this when there was a valid alternative, therefore making his orders unlawful. And there were two valid alternatives, not only hydroxychloroquine, which had been known since 2005, to be a potent inhibitor of all corona family viruses. A journal article published in the Vi Journal of Virology, which was published by none other than Tony Fauci's uh, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. Uh, so hydroxychloroquine became Drano and any physician that prescribed it for COVID or any pharmacist that dispensed it for COVID had their licenses practiced their licenses to practice threatened or withdrawn. Later that same year, ivermectin, another uh, antiparasitic agent, was found to have antiviral properties. This is all serendipitous, but lots of medications have over the years been found to have uh, applications that were not originally known in the uh, original FDA approval process. Right. Hydroxychloroquine today is now consumed by uh, user uh, people with lupus and rheumatoid arthritis. And, and, because the, and the left-wing media panned the uh, uh, ivermectin as you know horse paste or something like that. Let's take a short break. When we come back, how you can sign the petition to hold generals and admirals accountable at militaryaccountability.com. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back, the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. 
The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Uh, Dr. Chris Claggett, a former Navy physician, is arguing and has signed a petition with not just 231 members, original signatories to this, uh, uh, basically a rebuke of the admiralty of the general officers who refused to take a stand and implemented unlawful orders to violate the conscience and privacy rights of all of their soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, coast guardsmen, and guardians. Now you can sign the petition, in fact 12,000 or more have now signed the petition at militaryaccountability.com. Doctor, what does this petition say and why should I sign it? The petition basically supports the, the statements made in the letter of the Declaration of Accountability, Declaration of Military Accountability. And, and this is important because it, it provides something objective to point to for politicians. The, the, the petition and the letter themselves are not the, the ends. They are merely a means to, because we work through, uh, we are a republic, uh, a representative democracy, and we, we use the political process, consent of the governed. And so by applying pressure to our politicians 
to do what is right and to follow the law and that they see many of their constituents signing this uh, document, we will, we will be able to apply pressure to them to do the right thing. Also, for people running for office, it will become an issue where they will can be backed into the corner of whether they do or do not uh, support holding military leaders accountable for lawlessness. When I was a Navy chaplain, I used the chain of command. When they told me, stop praying in Jesus' name, I went to my boss. I said, this is unconstitutional. I went to his boss, the one star, the two star, the three star, the four star, the CNO, the top Navy admiral, literally directed me to a court martial, right? Uh, but so then I applied to the Secretary of the Navy, the Secretary of the Defense, the President of the United States, using my chain of command properly as I had been trained to do at the Air Force Academy. But after that, after all of that is exhausted, who's over the President? The Congress is over the President. Who's over the Congress? The people are over the Congress. So going to the public is literally the last straw. And that's why I became a whistleblower that's why I went on television. That's why I stood out front outside of the White House and I prayed in Jesus' name in my military uniform, demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial, but I was vindicated by Congress, why? Because 300,000 people like you, the viewing audience, signed petitions, Congress changed the law, the president had to comply, the secretary of the Navy had to repent, and now the chaplains can pray in Jesus' name. So the system designed by our founding fathers is brilliant and it works and you can apply political pressure. I want everyone to sign this petition today, militaryaccountability.com. Even if you're a veteran or even if you're active duty, you can sign a petition. It's your first amendment right to petition the government for redress of wrongs, militaryaccountability.com. Everybody should sign this. Uh, Dr. Claggett, I'll give you the last word. Hey. The, the adverse effects of these gene agents are legion. I, I, I don't call them vaccines, they're a gene. You know, many, there's families of viruses, entire families that have their entire genome in RNA. Uh, and m many respiratory viruses are the same, or they use RNA. So we're, we're not injecting people with a subunit of the vaccine, a protein against which the immune system learns to uh, make antibodies. We're injecting them with a gene, an entire gene that codes for the entire 1200 amino acid functional protein, the spike. And this spike has, it, it interacts all over the body, creating pathological effects. We don't have time to go into them here. Yeah, that's why I'm taking natokinase, by the way. It's a spike, uh, anti natokinase. Look it up, everybody. And if you got the jab, take natokinase. It'll prevent a heart attack. Doctor, we're out of time, but I wanna thank you for being a whistleblower and being a man of righteousness and standing up. Everyone should sign that petition at militaryaccountability.com. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. We need your support, we need your donations, large or small, to bring you these informative programs. Prayinjesusname.org, please sign our petition today to defend religious freedom for our troops. If you wanna donate, you can do that by telephone, 866-Obey-God, or call us free, it's, it's for prayer, anytime, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.